Yo, so welcome back to the What You Know. What You Know podcast. Exactly, that's it, my man. Um, so what's what, what are we doing here? So basically, we're just like, a, we're, this show is actually, this podcast is like a, a spiritual successor to the Wasteman <laughs> podcast. Like every time I think of a Wasteman, I like, I, I like the name. But you know, you have yeah, to. You're kind of reminded of, of childish yeah, days. exactly. And As a child, I thought like a child. As a, as, yeah, and you do childish things, but now I'm more of an adult. Now I'm doing more adult decisions and because you're 26 now Cause I'm cross, 26. you've like properly crossed the barrier you're yeah firmly in your mid-20s firmly in my heading towards late 20s but man like out of life it's it's an interesting one yeah like you like it and then you're like oh man there's also so much responsibility you like it and then there's bills bills and then you got to pay for car insurance and yeah, yeah so like, that, that hit that, 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 that hit me hard yeah, recently yeah bought a new car not a new, well, you know, bought, bought, a, bought a car. Bought a car. <laughs> it's new to you. It's new to me. <laughs> um, but fam, I'm pimping this car up. Like, uh, oh, you, how, how, how? So I've got, the, I've got my phone holder. It's a pretty nice thing that goes in the middle of Okay, right, vent. right. So you can use like Google Maps. Exactly. Oh, it's got the clips on the air vent. That's clever. Yeah, so, so you can stick to your glass. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I've got that. Um, bought a new radio because, you know, it's not a, it didn't have Bluetooth. and Oh, okay. So I need to have Bluetooth. You bought a new radio. How much was yeah. that? Um, about thirty-five blips on Amazon. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were like hundreds. Okay. Oh, it's hundreds if you go for the full-on. Wait, did you thing. buy the little thing that like connects to your no, no, FM transmitter? Like I, I actually took out the. Oh, okay. The the, oh, the, the stock maybe radio. I should, maybe I should do that. So, so I did that, but like, dude, like, I almost want to spend so much money on this car, but you know, like, I, yeah, I'm yeah. only gonna have it for like a year or two. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what happened recently? Candy, Candy, Can Candice got yeah. my car validated for me, so she was driving it for a week mm. um, when she couldn't drive hers, and so she got it validated. Oh. Right, cleaned inside and out. I was like, I w- I'm the kind of person that like I'm not gonna pay someone to clean my house because I can clean my house. Mm-hmm. I can do a really good job cleaning my house, yeah. and I, I like cleaning. Right, so like, so I, I have the same mentality is like, oh, I'm just gonna vacuum the car eventually, and I yeah. get around to it. But man, valets, they clean it. They clean it good. Yeah, it like it felt like the inside of a new car. I was like, this is a different car. Wow. I put a little bit of air freshener up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Did you not? Did you not get a valet when you got your when you first bought your car? No, man. I was doing like so many different things. I was like, I'm gonna clean it eventually. Because I'm thinking of going to the valet. I'm 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 gonna get a I'm gonna get a yeah valid get, get a valet first. I'm like gonna soon, soon I'm gonna go to Kildare Village and do it out there. Oh, make a whole day out of it. You know, oh, just okay, okay. How much you gonna charge you for valet though? Like eighty bucks? No, it's actually thirty quid for what I want to get done. Ah, uh, okay. So like, oh, like, the price do go up, huh. but but like that's if you want like be the, out there stunting Kildare yeah. Village. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just gonna go to Kildare Village. Like have a little breast. You never know. That's cool. That's cool. Then. While I'm browsing, get my car valid. So, yeah. uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. good um, so, shall we jump in with some waste? Not is it wasteman? It's wasteman wisdom, isn't it? It's wasteman wisdom. Yeah. Okay. We'll jump into wasteman wisdom. This is kind of it's it's related to semi-related to what I'm talking about today, but it's kind mm. of related to a previous okay. um, topic that we had in the podcast, and it's it's a quote from Aristotle, Greek guy. Aristotle. 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 Arist- not Aristotle. Possibly, depending yeah. on where in the world you're from. Like aluminum and alu- aluminum. No, that's just wrong. That is wrong. No, yeah. it's very grammatically wrong. Uh, and Aristotle says, I'm assuming it's him. Um, it could be one of those quotes that's misattributed. But he says, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, mm. but habit. Which I like, yeah. right? Um, we talked about habits. I talked about, I think I talked about... Um, how like every time we we do something we make a vote for who we want to be and it's that idea of like excellence it's not like one thing we do every now and then mm-hmm. um it's a habit that we consistently do um and that's how we consistently improve right it's by 
striving for excellence, not for perfection. Mm-hmm. For excellence. Man, I read I read a book. The difference between excellence Ooh, and perfection. That's important. I read a book by John Acuff, who is one of the funniest writers I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Um, finish. You read Finish? Yeah, I read Finish. Yeah, I read, read Finish. Fin- like, if you're listening, go read Finish. It's incredible. Um, but he's talking about that, how perfectionism is our, is our enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're completely right there. Excellence and perfectionism are different. Um, but it's such a good mindset of like, oh, we don't, you don't be excellent twice a year. You want to be excellent in everything and everything you do. And again, oh, not perfectionist. 365 days. 365. Um, so yeah, I thought that was so good. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act. Yeah, I, I learned that a lot. Like a, I think I learn about excellence all the time. It's like it's something I keep on mm. learning about and mm. try to instill mm. into my life. Yeah. But like where, where, where it always comes into my life is, is my, my walk in the gym. Okay, like sure. like like yeah, how yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like week one is always the hardest. People I find out like, usually when I get to week one, I'm good. Okay, but that's when I, I seem like I have the great habits. Like I'm up early. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, a certain yeah. time. Yeah, right. Yeah, but now like I think I think it was I think it was like my third my third workout. Well, no, my fourth workout in uh-huh. to my new workout routine, and I couldn't I couldn't go th- I couldn't go to the gym for some reason. Right, and um, at my usual time slot. Yeah, and so for the rest of the day, I was like I what am I going to do? I can't go to the gym now. Yeah. And it was like, because I felt like I was out of pocket, like I was yeah, out of yeah. routine, that yeah. it messed everything up. But then, mm. you know what I had to do? I just literally just found a different gym to, mm. to get my fourth workout in just because okay. I have to. And because it didn't, because I didn't do it at five thirty in the morning, doesn't mean that it's not a yeah, good gym yeah, workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's have, the difference mm-hmm. between perfection. Perfectionism says you have to do it perfectly. You have to mm-hmm. do it exactly the way you planned at exactly the same time. But it's about adapting. Which gym did you end up going to? Uh, so I went up to the gym called Powerhouse. Where's that? Uh, it's in Port Harrington. Uh, okay. I've got a homie okay. who, who okay. runs it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, that was dope. So yeah, Aristotle dropping wisdom for 3,000 years. Give it to him one more time. Let him know. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but habit. Boom. I'm sure Boom. he sounded like that. He definitely okay. spoke English. He didn't. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll jump into what I'm speaking about today. But actually, before that, I wanted to ask uh, what you know about something. What do you know about weddings? <laughs> what I know about weddings. Yeah, what do you know about weddings? What I know about weddings is that um, I know that there's a lot of money that goes into it. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the way you're not, you're not wrong. The way your laugh kind of dropped an octave or went up an octave is just indicative of it. Yeah, a little bit of nervous laughter right there. Um, yeah. I used to hate weddings as a kid. Okay. When you're fair, like, fair. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you're always brought, your parents bring to you, bring it to these weddings. Yeah, and, and there's never like, toys. And it just goes on for ages and yeah, ages and yeah, ages. Yeah. But like a good, but what I do like about weddings right now is that the, it's an opportunity for people to rejoice in one's coupling, one one one's union. It's beautiful. I love it. It's a beautiful Be- union. Beautiful. And what we do that is we do that through, and we're able to respect that and honor that through dancing. And I feel like when you have people on the dance floor at your wedding, you should be able to step back and look at, and look at them and see, Man, those are my people. You know, mm. you know. You know, Ron, I think something that's very important in this day and age is to understand other people's cultures and understand that, you know, yeah. different cultures do things differently. And some some weddings so, for so, certain so people what is this culture? This culture is one where the bride and groom don't like dancing. And so why should a celebration of two people why should it involve an act that those two so people are more? What are we gonna do for two hours? What? Y'all gonna get some good food. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna talk eat, to each we, other. We gonna eat that, that food in the next first 40 minutes, okay? What? What? First 40? Wait, hold on. Or, hold on. or whatever. No, we gonna have starters. We gonna have some speeches. Then we gonna have some mains. Then we gonna have some speeches. Okay. Then, we dessert. okay. Then, then we gonna have like a few stations where people can go and like take some pictures and like write some nice things. Stations? Okay. You know, like okay. little bits and pieces. Not like everyone has to go around at the same time. Okay. We have some activities to do and what? you gonna talk to some people. What are the activities? 
Things like, you know, taking photos, uh, writing something nice, a bit of writing something nice in the book, man. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. We'll have stuff to do like around. That, it's happens, not, at, it's that happens at every wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is not going to be a wedding that runs on until 3 in the morning. Oh, no. Okay. Like 10.30. Yeah. We out. We out. Huh? 10.30. 10.30, 11 at the latest. <laughs> what time do we say dinner? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's 6-ish. It'll drag. It'll drag. Because you'll get there at 6. And then I actually haven't worked. We haven't worked out the details. So we'll get there at 6. And then, you know, there's the milling around. Maybe some mocktails or some cocktails. But that's the reception. So, all right. Oh, okay, okay. So, it's going to be a ceremony. And there's going to yeah. be a reception. There's no after party. Like, it's going to be like the dinner is the thing. The dinner is the reception. So there's two events. There's a ceremony, and then there's like the the, recep- the reception. What's the reception? That's the bit, like, that's the like meal part. Ain't the reception the part where people come and oh. it's, it's where you have your drinks? Okay, we're going to start, our, our, we're going to have our ceremony at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So we're not going to do it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna, it's going to go on for like an hour and a half, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then people can go away. If you're on the, the, the bridal party, you're going to be bringing me cheeseburgers. Um and then we have dinner later mm-hmm. and then that's like that's like the you have your reception then you have your dinner no we don't have our reception is gonna be like before dinner it's gonna be like an hour okay right yeah it's like chit chat before so dinner after, and then so dinner is like the main okay we, we know all that happens right, right right okay but what happens after we, you, you, that last bite the last bite yeah is at say it's like eight o'clock okay. people chit chat till about 10 if you want to dance we're in the middle of Dublin city center you go go find a club Guys, I just want to know that we've got a special guest in the audience. We've got Graham Chapel here with our homies, and G. He's also finding it's quite very. Yeah, it's perturbing. Graham, a word. It's, Graham, per, it's perturbing a word. Perturbing. 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 Like yeah. like disturbing. Disturbing. Right? He's also kind of, yeah, kind of finding this kind of off-putting as myself. So what? Okay, it's not my wedding. It's your yeah, wedding. Okay, it's your wedding. It's yeah, your yeah, wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you even yeah. gonna have music? Yeah, we have music. Okay. On Spotify playlist. Mm, that's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like I think wedding bands are a bit trash. I agree, agree. And no disrespect if you if you're part of wedding band. Yeah, just, why do you charge so much? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're charging you, huh? Oh, I didn't know. I just I've heard that. I've heard they're expensive. Okay, okay. Yeah. But tell me, tell me, well, tell me more about this wedding. What do you mean? It's going themes black white. Themes black and white. So all our all our guests are going to be asked to wear black, all black. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, literally everybody. Mm-hmm. We know there's gonna be people out there who ain't gonna do that. Somebody's mm-hmm. gonna show up in a pink dress, all right, and they're gonna look like a fool. It's gonna be their own fault. Um, but uh, it's gonna be black and white. What? 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 <laughs> what if the, the the best man takes what you said into accord, and okay. he comes up wearing a white suit? What happened? No, no, no. All our guests will be asked to wear black. All your guests, but what about the bridal party? Everybody at the wedding will be wearing black, okay. except the bride, the bride and groom. Okay, so some people just want to be awkward. Hey, Graham. <laughs> So, so the best man can wear a white suit, a white no, tuxedo. No, okay, no. Okay. On that, I was, I was just wondering. What, so, so, you know, what, what are what are the duties of a best man? Um, apparently, if they, if they, I think, have to like um, collect all your pre- all your presents and stuff, right? Don't they? That sounds like one thing. I want cheeseburgers. And it gives you cheeseburgers at your wedding, which I think is ridiculous. Um, well, guess what though? It's my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to give a bomb speech. Okay, without a slideshow, that'll be a challenge. See, like I've been thinking about this. This speech is like, do I go sentimental or do I go funny? Sentimental. But would would hit the funny though? Yeah, but you know you gotta be funny for everybody. Oh yeah, fam, I can say that. If because Graham and like one other person laughing that doesn't count. I believe I'm a firm believer. It's about the one. No, it's not about the one. Not in my wedding. It's not. No, it's not. It's not about the one person. If the whole crowd's staring at you in stony silence, one person's laughing somewhere, man. That ain't that ain't that ain't right. Anyway, the reason I asked you that because I haven't formally asked you 
you could be my best man. And I wanted I wanted to do that today. I have a little I have a little thing. You can't see it. It's oh, a little card. You don't have to read it now, but you can read it later. Yo, and guys, uh, this is happening. Will you be my best man, Ron? <laughs> do I have to? <laughs> Are you going to say yes or no? Are you going to give me an answer? Do I have to give you the answer now? Oh, you want to think about it? <laughs> can I not read it first? Voice man. Okay, you can read it. You can't read it out loud. Yeah, I'll be your best man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, got you some, I know you love flowers, so I got you some flowers. Were they for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They look a little limp. They'll open. They'll bloom. They don't even open. They'll bloom, man. They'll bloom more. Don't worry about it. Fam, the best that Spar had to offer. I I appreciate the sentiment with the flowers. You can't refuse them. I cannot refuse, but 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 you can put them in your room until they bloom. I've understood in my in in, mm-hmm. the, in the last twelve months. I've I've learned that I'm not a flowers guy. I know that's why I gave them to you. It's just gonna die with me. What? It's gonna die with you. <laughs> it's just gonna if, if I keep it, just gonna die. Yeah, that's okay. Flowers die. That's what they do. Do you remember so, that that it's, plant it's, you got me? Is it dead? Don't say it's dead. Come on, man. I, I put that thing there. I watered it twice and it's alive. How are you going to let that plant die? Well, it is dead, dead. <laughs> I, I could say it. <laughs> Wait, if it's nasty, don't say it. I'm going to beat my. I'm going to bleep. I'm going to beep what I'm going to say. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's cocooning. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. Uh, That's not that bad. But oh. like, there's days that I look at it and look, oh, you're doing well, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the next day it's doing trash. Yeah, but then you should give us some water and put it in the sunlight. I don't know. How, I've been trying to. My room doesn't get that much sunlight. Uh, okay. Well, you move in here. Look, I've, I got mine sitting in like my fireplace. Yo, guys, if you can see this, I'm I'm opening the card. You're obviously going to be. <laughs> <laughs> there was no need for the sass. <laughs> she. <laughs> You made me give you this. Thank you. You're oh, fam. There's a whole lot of reading in this. It's like five sentences. It's not five sentences. It's like seven sentences. Don't read it. Fam, it's a whole card. It's a card. Yeah, it's what you do. You rewrite things a card. It's not that much. Well, well thank you. You're, but you're welcome. You don't read that. It's, it's good. It's good. Is it going to make me cry? I hope so. I was hoping um, you'd cry you know, you, when I gave you the flowers, but you're not doing thank that. Thank you very much. much. You're welcome. Uh, how, big is, how big is your, your bridal party? Four. Four each. Four each. I asked Graham last Saturday. Before uh, you ask me, was, <laughs> some people are ungrateful. <laughs> no, it was just a matter of timing. Last Saturday, I couldn't have done this Saturday, um, so I, I went down to Carlo actually last Saturday. I was like, "Hey, do you want?" I messaged him the day before and asked him if he wanted to Facetime on Friday, Saturday morning. Hmm. And he was like, "Sure." And then I showed up, but he wasn't expecting it. We went to McDonald's. Uh, um, so yeah, McDonald's nice. plays a big part of my life. It's probably Damn. bad. Anyway, moving onwards. Did you get Real- confirmation from the other two? I haven't asked him yet. Okay. I, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to reveal. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what we're actually talking about. So what you know about world progress? Uh, what I know about world progress. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do like to keep myself informed. Okay. Um, fam, like, I do think we're making some progresses, but then there's some places we're actually not making great progress. Sure. But yeah, why, what you want to what you want to yeah. Me so with? so I'm working off. There's a book called Factfulness. I'm gonna hold it up for the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. By a guy called Hans Rosling. He's unfortunately passed away. Um, but incredible book. I recommend you read it if you're interested in the world and affecting change in the world, um, even in your own society, your own life. Read Factfulness. It's brilliant. Um, it's it's basically a data driven look at the world and where how it's how it's come along. Um, 
he worked for, I think it was with the, oh, was it with the United Nations or the World Health Organization? He worked, I think it might have been United Nations or UNICEF, um, looking at data on how the world has improved over the last, you know, however long. Um, and it's really interesting because it's not what we think. And I want to give an example, um, not from his book, from another book by, from, by a guy called Dan Gardner. I put it away somewhere. It's a book called Risk, and he was talking about this. He's talking about how, I'm paraphrasing, um, but I found some stats online that kind of back it up. And it's looking at, you know, um, in the ni- in 1900, um, mm-hmm. per 100,000 cases, um, I think it's in the States, uh, cancer killed 64. Out of 100,000 people, cancer killed 64, right? In, 64 people? Out of every 100,000, yeah. Okay. okay, right. That was in 1900. In 2010, cancer killed 186, right? Which is almost a three times increase, hmm. right? Is that the, was, did I do the math right? Uh, no, it's not. It's like it's over double increase. Over double, right? Yeah. Right, which is crazy. Which would make, which would lead you to believe that cancer rates are increasing. More people are getting cancer, right? Yeah. Cancer is becoming more of a problem, um, and that's what a lot of people will do. They say, "Oh, there's this huge increase in cancer, and it's it's this disease that's killing people." And obviously, then the world's getting worse because cancer is getting more prevalent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, when you look at it, in 1900, uh, three times as many people died from tuberculosis as they did cancer. Um, Okay. More than three times as many people died from pneumonia and influ- and the flu than mm-hmm. they did from cancer. Um, a whole bunch of other diseases that are there, um, kind of other like infectious diseases, um, killed people off. And in 2010, uh, pneumonia influenza killed 16 people per 100,000, right? 16, down, from, 16. down from 200 to 16. Um, tuberculosis doesn't even show up on the graph because it's become so little. So now... Our healthcare has improved so much in certain countries, a lot mm-hmm. of countries, that those diseases that used to like kill people, like used to be the biggest cause of death, are now insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Hmm. And so while it looks like, oh, <clears throat> so now cancer has a chance to kill more people, right? I know it sounds bad, but right, think about it, like there's more people who are now growing old enough to get cancer and die because they're not getting tuberculosis and they have longer lives and better quality of life. Okay. And so can you see how you can take that stat that cancer deaths have improved or increased by two and a half times mm-hmm. and it looks, oh my gosh, cancer's running rampant, but it's not. Actually, you've seen huge improvement. And the reason why that stat's there is because those other diseases have come down so much. And so how we interpret the world and our perception of the world um, we need to have. We need to actually think about it and not just look at raw blatants or not, not just look at stats and take them at face value. Yeah, does that make sense? That makes sense. And yeah. So that's kind of a good illustration. Um, I'll dive in a little bit more. A good illustration of like, you know, we can. When I told you that stat at first, you you all probably thought, you know, oh, cancer is getting worse, but actually, <clears throat> there's more going on. There's the more scenes. factors. There's more things. Yeah, that there's more going on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So. I'm going to start off, um, again, using this book by, for, called Factfulness. Uh, I took, like, there's, like, 10 instincts that it talks about how we look at the world. I've taken mm. three of them. Uh, I'm going to talk through them briefly. Again, like, read it. Um, but I want to start off with some questions, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask a few of them um, and answer honestly what you genuinely think, right? Will do. Um, right. Okay. So, they're the multiple choice, A, B, or C. Uh, so, in all low-income countries around the world today, mm-hmm. how many girls finish primary school? 20%. 40% or 60%? In all low-income countries around the world, how many girls finish primary school? Can you give me the answers again, please? 20? The options. 40 or 60? I think 40%. Okay, 60%. All right. Oh. So it's a little bit, little bit better than you think. Okay. Um, in the last 20 years, the proportion of the world population living in extreme poverty, which is um, less than $2 a day, has A, almost doubled, B, remained more or less the same, C, almost halved. In the last 20 years, the proportion of the world population living in extreme poverty. I think almost halved. Yeah, almost halved, correct. We've gotten richer as a country. As a 
Into the world, planet. yeah, yeah. Um, how many people in the world have access to some electricity, right? Electricity access. 20%, 50%, or 80%? To some electricity. To how many people in the world have ac- have some access to electricity? Yeah. It's eighty percent. Eighty percent, correct. Yeah. Um, let's find another one. How many of the world's one-year-old children today have been vaccinated against some disease? Twenty percent, fifty percent, or eighty percent? Twenty percent. If you got access to electricity, twenty percent. Have been vaccinated against some disease. Yeah. Oh, no, no, 80, 80%. 80, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 80
you know, level one is kind of the most basic one. It's, it's you're living on subs, substance, substance. How do you say that word? Subsistence. Subsistence. Yes. Like, like you are growing your own food, right? Mm-hmm. You get what you, the things you have or what you make, you barely make money from selling stuff, right? That's level one. And that's what we think of when we think of, you know, extreme poverty, it's level one living. Uh, there's level two living, which is a step up. Um, you probably have a bicycle. Um, you can, you know, actually sell some stuff so you can have a little bit of money. You aren't sleeping on the floor. You're sleeping on a mattress you saved up for. It's still quite poor, yeah. but it's like a level up, right? Level three is, um, again, another level up. Uh, I think level one is maybe a dollar a day. Level th- two is $4 a day. Um, and then level three is $16 a day. Uh, at that point, you can buy a motorcycle. Um, you can send your kids to high school. Um, if you get sick, you have to go to the hospital. You may have savings enough to pay for the medicine. Um, it may hit you, it may take you out, but you may you may have savings enough to back you up. And so it's a, it's better. It's a better quality of living, right? Um, mm-hmm. And level four, which is what we think of as first world, where you know you really don't have the problems. You have a cooker, you have a fridge, you have, you know, um, level three will have a fridge as well. But, you know, you have all kind of household appliances. You have microphones like we do, like you're yeah. able to do this kind of stuff, right? Um, and so there's actually not this us and them mentality. There's a, a spectrum, a sliding mm-hmm. spectrum. You know, there's four different levels of living. Um, and so roughly 200 years ago, like I said, 85% of people lived in level one. Um, but today, le- between levels two and three, which are like middle income levels, there's actually about 5 billion people living on those levels, kind of in That's the middle. most of the world. That's most of the world, right? Yeah. And so maybe a billion live in level one, which is extreme poverty, which mm-hmm. is still nobody should be living there right but then another billion live in in level four where it's you know quite quite wealthy um and so we have this uh that term of developing versus developed world is no longer really that accurate Mm. right because it's not so simple as okay well we're developed and we have everything we have everything right and everybody else is poor it's not there's there's these different levels and um that's that's quite important to to keep in mind and so when we think of oh the world's such a bad place everybody out there has no food that's not right doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to make life better for people, but it's not true that everyone else in the world that doesn't live within our bubble is just, you know, poor and impoverished. Speaking and, and, facts. Right. Um, and, and so something that's helpful there with this particular instinct is when you hear about these stats, don't compare extremes. Um, you get some countries like South Africa where yeah. extremes are a thing. Like mm-hmm. there's a, extremely wealthy and extremely poor often live side by side. But in most places, there is a continuum. Mm. Does, that, does that make sense? That makes sense. That's, that's very good. I think, yeah think we as people we we generally tend to compare the extremes like mm, yeah like the poor the poorest to the riches and yeah that, that yeah. seems to make that seems to shape our understanding of the world which yeah. is not correct like right now that's just like you tell me that five five billion people live mm. in between level two and three yeah and it doesn't reflect the narrative that's being told out mm. there you get me yeah for sure mm. completely sure. yeah um so that's the gap instinct, us versus them. That's not really as much of a thing as we think. Um, the second one is the negativity instinct, that the world is getting worse, right? Not just has the world improved, but the world is getting worse. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people think that today. They think, oh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket because ISIS and because uh, Russia's interfering with voting in the States. And, like, there's all these things and social media is ruining our lives and we're so attached to our phones and the world's getting worse and we have all these problems, right? Yeah. And there's definitely new problems arising, Bro, you're, you're so right about that. But I think there was, um, there was actually a picture and a little story going that went kind of viral mm. on Facebook and, in, and LinkedIn mm. over these last few weeks. And it's about um, like a woman or, or somebody that's just been, let's say they're born in the 19, in 19, 
1900 year 1900 yeah, yeah and just what type of like let's say they've lived up to 2001 or yeah. up to the 90s yeah what type of life they've actually endured like yeah. they've they would have endured the first world war mm. they would endure the second world war mm-hmm. they endure, uh, endured like um, cold war and cold numerous wars, depressions and depressions yeah. and all that yeah. and then still to make it through yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to the life that we're living right now where, right like compared to what others have is relatively yeah. easier oh yeah we still have gone we're, we're going through a pandemic right yeah where we've gone through terrorist attacks and all that type of yeah, stuff yeah. but it's not saying that we're not belittling that but like our world compared to the world of those before exactly it's completely yeah and that's that's the right so. mentality to have um so for example here in the space of 20 years right mm-hmm. from i think the the 90s or this kind of mid 90s to 2000s, 2010s, oh. so of 20 years, about three quarters of a billion people, 750 billion people roughly, uh, move out of extreme poverty across India and China, right? So like in space of 20 years, like relatively recent within our lifetime, yeah. uh, 750 million people moved out of extreme poverty. That's crazy, that's huge. I've like, before reading that, I had no idea that was happening on such a huge scale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Around the world, about 9% of people live in extreme poverty. Um, that's still too many, but it's serious progress. Uh, in the in 1800, global life expectancy was what? Average person across the world, on average. Oh, it was not like 30 or 40? 30, right. Um, now, that was average. It wasn't like, like if you lived to be an adult, your life expectancy is around 50 or 60, but because there's so many um, child deaths um, or your chance of dying as a child was so high, mm-hmm. the actual average across all ages was 30. Came down. Yeah, so um, today it's 70, it's actually 72, right? Um, so the average person in the world today lives till 72. That's um, still not a lot though, don't you think? It, well, think about an average. You think about yeah. someone who doesn't have access to good healthcare, mm-hmm. right? Like in, in, in poorer countries in level say two, one, two, three, um, if you don't have access to good healthcare, like, that average is actually still quite high, right? Um, so, so it's 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 lower than you might like to think, but yeah. but your 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 probability again, if you're if you're living with great health care and you're living in a in a wealthier country and you take care of yourself, mm-hmm. your chance of living beyond seventy is quite high, right? Um, so everything's not fine. We're not saying again. We're not saying the world is fine, but it is getting better. Some areas are getting worse, um, yeah. some faster than others, but overall we are trending upwards. Um, and and the kind of the takeaway here is, I think one one thing that's a big impact here is the news, right? Mm. And it's not that the world is getting worse, right? The world, there's always been pain and suffering in the world. We're just now more aware of it. And our news cycles are primed to feed on fear and terror, right? And so how often do you hear about good news is so rare, right? Uh, because that doesn't, people don't want to listen to that. People, it doesn't grab people. It doesn't, it doesn't shock people. Yeah. And so as a news organization, you're inclined to report on bad news because that's what people want to hear and read about, right? Um, and so we're just so more, we're so much more aware of, of suffering. There's better exposure and awareness of suffering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing to be mindful of is wearing of rosy pasts. We see this in the States where everyone's like, oh, I'll make America great again. And it's harking back to a time in the 1950s when there was crazy amounts of segregation. Interracial marriages in some states were still not allowed, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if women could vote at that point, but there was, you know, the sexism was worse than it is today. Uh-huh. Um, and so a lot of countries not just the states lots of countries like oh remember back in the past when things were amazing well they actually weren't amazing they were maybe amazing for a certain class of people maybe made for you yeah maybe amazing for you but not for everybody else um and so whenever you think oh man the world's just spiraling out of control remember that it's 
probably not. And maybe certain situations are, maybe there's new problems, mm -hmm. but actually overall, we are still progressing as a whole. Humanity is still progressing forwards. Um, so that's the negativity instinct. So there's the, there's the gap instinct, which is us and them, the negativity yeah. that everything's getting worse, which is not. And then there's a the blame instinct. Um, this is the last thing I'll talk about. Um, blame. Blame. We want to blame people. And then when people, when things do, when we do good things, we want to claim credit, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we want to blame, we want to say, oh, the world's getting worse because this, because of Jeff Bezos, you know, he's just ruining everything. <laughs> um, and that, that's a big thing. We want to look for people and say, oh, it's their fault. I think one of the reasons why we do this is because we don't want to take responsibility. We say, oh, the rich people, it's something that I've worked in myself because you're like, oh, if only the rich people gave more money, then the world would be better. But then me and you mm -hmm. and G and most of the people, a lot of other people listening are probably within the top 1% of the world's wealthy. I think if you earn, as a few years ago, if you earned like 30,000 US dollars or more, you're in the top 1% of the world. Right? Jeez. The whole world. Like that's bananas. You wouldn't have thought that, right? Because mm. relative to our, what's around us, we know we're living pretty normally, right? Oh, give me a silver spoon. Huh? Give me a yeah, silver yeah, spoon. right? And that's the thing. We want to look, we want to look for someone to blame, but we don't realize, um, not that we're part of the problem, but like, you know, it's maybe blame isn't as obvious as you might think. Now, there's yeah. certain times in history. You look at uh, Donald Trump. You look at other leaders who are actively doing certain things, actively imposing certain policies, mm -hmm. right? Some people might not like that I mentioned Donald Trump, but I mentioned anyway, because things like, you know, there's things happening under, under his regime and every president's, U.S. president's regime that aren't good. Um, and so some things we can blame people, but a lot of stuff, global inequality, there's not one person to blame. Right. For global inequality, not one person. For a lot of problems in the world. There's not one person, right? Yeah, I think it's a collective thing. Or yeah. It's like a snowball. Like It just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. So a good example here, right? Yeah, is, give me an uh, example. Take global pharmacy, mm -hmm. right? So this, this came from factfulness. I thought this was brilliant. Um, whose fault is it that they don't prioritize research into malaria or other illnesses that ravage the developing world, right? Whose fault is that? Pick a big global pharmacy company. Whose fault is it that they don't do that? Well, you might say the CEO, Okay, yeah. fair. But okay, but who's the CEO report to? Who's he trying to please? The board. The board. But who's who's the board trying to please? In a public company, publicly traded company. Yeah. Oh, the board is trying to please the the owners. Well, the shareholders. The shareholders. The, the owners, right? Yeah. The shareholders. But in a publicly traded company, and this is this is what he he made a good point. You know, for a pharmaceutical company, they're very stable. Um, they don't really see as much of the ups and downs of recessions and oil crises and all that kind of stuff, right? People still need healthcare, mm -hmm. whatever you know at the time, um, and so. Generally, the large, a large proportion of the shareholders of publicly traded pharmaceutical companies are retirement funds. So old people, so your grandma, uh, right? And so if you're trying to assign blame, you can go to CGO, but no, it's the board's fault, but no, it's not the board's fault, it's the shareholder's fault, but then it's the who holds those shares, it's just people. Yeah. And so there's not really, now I, I, I think, you know, there's obviously some CEOs who are very clearly not nice people and are doing nasty things, but there's not one person or one group of people, you can say, oh, it's their fault specifically. Um, it's just how that particular system works. It's very money-driven, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. And can you see how it's, it's, you know, when you think about it, you think, oh, no, 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 no. We, surely we can find someone to blame. But then when you look at it in that perspective, actually, it's not quite so easy, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's right. um, And we, lo we love to blame because that ties everything up nicely. We don't have to accept responsibility. Um, and one thing he said in there in the book is he said, if you want to change the world, you have to understand it, right? Um, and we, we blame business, we blame journalists, we blame refugees, we blame foreigners, but they're not necessarily to blame. Yeah. Really, what a lot of things is, it's it's just systems, the way things have happened. And certain people may have acted a certain way, and certain people may be incentivized by money and power, but it's systems that are in place. And, and one thing he says that 
some unexpected reasons for development for positive things mm -hmm. and we love the idea of a hero of someone who comes along and says they make jonas salk who invented the polio vaccine right that um i say probably millions of lives like any of us could have been you know maybe yeah. would have caught polio but we, we didn't right obviously he had a team around him as well um and so we we love that idea of a hero but really he said there, there's 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 two things that really can carry us forward institutions and technology now obviously institutions can be bad but he's he gave an example of the the fight against ebola in liberia in 2014 yeah um, he said it wasn't fought by a handful of people or one hero mm -hmm. it was fought it was fought by an individual uh, like an invisible group of government workers and local support staff who just worked on the ground and did their jobs and helped stop ebola and because that system worked mm -hmm. it stopped the spread of ebola you know from throughout liberia and then in, you know, into the rest of the world um and so so like just to put that in yeah again just to fast forward six years later mm. just to give us a more up-to-date would that be kind of like the frontline workers the frontline the, the nurses the doctors yes, yes exactly so it's like so that means the work that they do even yeah. though they might not be i don't know doing surgery stuff like that but like, yeah even the like exactly. just the caring yeah that plays a whole part of it exactly the system of wearing a mask mm -hmm. right if we all wear masks that cuts the, the transmission and we all social distance that cuts how people how many people get COVID, yeah. right and it's like it's a system it's not one person doing something not one person woke up one night it's like ah i have a vaccine right it's a system that's in place that works and it's mm -hmm. not one person we can say oh they did it it's you know and and it's a system, it's a system that works right now um, talk to me about the, insti in the institutions i want to mm -hmm. so when i say institution i don't mean like oh a particular institution because we all often use institution to mean like uh a particular organization or particular thing but like institution yeah. we mean like the healthcare institution Right, like that kind of thing, like a, a very broad okay. grouping of people. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is technology. Um, technology has changed the world drastically for the better. Um, technology doesn't mean software. It means anything we use that you know isn't wasn't there when we kind of were born. Right, when mm -hmm. when when man first started building the wheel is technology. Um, vaccinations are technology. Better strands of wheat are technology. Um, new forms of surgery, the airplane, all these things are all advances in technology look quite differently in 20, 2020 than they did in the year 200 but yeah. um like technology is constantly developing and as technology develops and obviously there's bad technology but as technology develops um the world generally trends better and so this is something i'm quite passionate about is um is using technology to make people's lives better and it's something i want to do with my career and it's just a reminder that like you know i think the whole the whole takeaway i have here is that from 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 this book and from those three points um that you know there is hope right we can mm -hmm. think of oh man what can i do what can i do because the world's just so messed up and there's so many bad things happening and just there's no point right because it's just going to end up so messy but when you look back even 200 years ago 85 percent of the world in extreme poverty and now not there's nine percent right that's yeah. like almost like there's a huge reduction it's 80 percentage points almost 75 percentage points almost um it's it's happened because slowly over time things got better and there's millions and billions of people who contributed to that but you can see that it was worse and now it's better mm -hmm. and that gives me hope for going forwards that as we continue as a society to grow and it'll always be pain it'll always be suffering but in general we can continue to trend upwards and so wanting to make change wanting to cause change wanting to wanting to improve things like that's not infeasible. It's very possible. It has been done and it will continue to be to, to be so. Yeah. And we can play a part in that. So the world is getting better. Still lots of problems, but mm -hmm. it's generally trending upwards. Definitely. Mm. That's good. Mm. Okay. So next segment.
Next segment, we're going into the crowd flavor. Flavorite. The crowd, crowd favorite. The crowd favorite. What that word mean is flavorite. Hey, so what the word mean is is um if you do not know, it's um it's a little segment we do where we kind of give you an understanding of certain words. It's kind of like the encyclopedia of yeah, it's modern like, Ron. It's like from our dictionary of life. Our dictionary of life. Yes. So um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give Ron a word. He's gonna come up with a situation, he's gonna describe a feeling or, or something that helps explain, give context to the word. Hmm. So your word is bombastic bombastic see an issue when i'm taught of the word i the first thing that comes to my head is shaggy the song the shaggy, mr. Bombastic. mr bombastic and then like i really have to think about it like what is a bombastic what is it I, at you, first i thought i was thinking of something else i was thinking of something jamaicans would have said i was like why is he giving me this word the, the, oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that word's a bit of a cuss yeah, word yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then i was like oh bombastic and this is what there's it's a certain type adjective. of it's an adjective it's a certain type of person Oh, uh, okay. Is it the, the way the way I look at it is a certain? Oh, uh, okay. It's some some some. The 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 actual official definition of it is there's actually two definitions. Something that's inflated or an elevator, something that okay. thinks highly of themselves. Yeah, yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah. Or it's like a, like from its um, inception of the word bombastic, right? Yeah. Like a bomb, mm. like it's something that explosive, explode, it's it's, explodes real yeah. quick, and then after that it fizzles out. Okay. You get me? But like if you put that into if you try to describe a person as bombastic, right? Um, I think I feel like I've always met this type of person in school. I feel like you guys have too. I thought you were gonna say I always felt like I've been this type of person. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> honesty. I think there's always been that person in school that has been bombastic as a person okay. that's very they think very highly of themselves. Okay, they they may but like at the core there's nothing in them. Like mm-hmm. they don't do anything. It's, all, it's hot air. It's all hot air. It's like that's that it's that kid that's like always the goody goody two shoes, or okay. it's the one that would always rat you out, or oh, you, you know, oh okay, okay, you know, you know it was almost like the teacher's pet. They're like, actually, that person. Did you ever watch Recess on Disney Channel or it was a back? cartoon? Yeah, rarely. Fam, you've missed out. I read books as a child and played so with Lego. Did, played so with Lego. I. I played with so Lego. Did I, and the yeah, rest I did a lot of the more of that. I did a lot more of it on okay. TV. There was a great show back in the yeah, day. I know called, Recess. Called, I've seen called, called Recess. Of it, yes, but there's a character in there called um, Randall. Exactly, Randall is a bombastic person. Okay, interesting. So. Call, he, continue, continue. He he sees himself as up up here, you know, as very 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 high and mighty. But if you take away the little bit of power he has, he just he just fizzles out. There's, there's the, all the air comes out. He's a bombastic person, and I feel like in schools, uh-huh. there's been there's been a lot of bombastic, okay, characters. Okay, maybe also in in college, I would say that. <laughs> Come from a law background, all of us would be very bombastic. Yeah, okay, sure. That the words we'd use for, yeah, for no yeah. certain reason. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can just explain the word, explain yeah. the sentence in in a in a very easy way where a flavor can understand. But instead, we've got to use big, huge words. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like um, like expeditiously and exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can just said he did it quickly and yeah. Uh, I mean, exhilarating yeah. is a pretty good word, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, but like sometimes you just don't need to use all the flurry. <laughs> exactly, flurry that's stuff. true. That's true. In fact, good communication often mm. is using simple English, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, you heard of George Orwell? He wrote nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I've read a, a bunch of other um, books. But um, one of the things I read an essay on him on like speech, and he talks a lot about how like you know, good writers, good communicators actually use normal language. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually such a good point. Like you know. Um, Oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes we can use flowery language to yeah. um, cover up 
that we don't know what we're talking about exactly. or to make ourselves seem smart right yeah. yeah for sure my understanding of bombastic is a little bit different it's give, more give, like give me what your version it's more like i'm not gonna give you like a full scenario but it's like it, it's more like a bombastic person someone who's very like high powered high action extra like mm. like that kind of thing like dennis rodman from the chicago bulls bombastic dyed hair painted nails wearing shoulder wearing bride's dress like right that's bombastic it's like bah out of like okay so like, loud out of this world hmm. larger than life that kind of thing hmm. yeah that's but i mean similar in that there's yeah. a lot there's there's a lot of rah rah do you know what it is did you, you, you ever read a dick you ever open up a dictionary and you look you look up a word yeah and then there's a b c oh yeah yeah there's a bunch, yeah it's probably that i feel like you we just what? we just life, came we life has many different definitions exactly yeah yeah that's yeah. good that's good that's good no. cool so that wraps up episode three of what you know 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 about what you what song is that from what you know about me what you know about me uh my lip gloss lip gloss lip gloss by by little mama if if we if we play that with that copyright infringe as we fade out um can it be part of our theme song i know it can't be but that would be great go listen to go listen to that song lip lip gloss um yeah, read Factfulness book by Hans Rosling. Hans um, Rosling. If, if you you get an audiobook or or get the actual book and, and give it give it a listen or a read. How amazing would it be if I can just say which which year you can get an Audible subscription? Oh, two months free. Imagine <laughs> just, just, Amazon just, just use us. what you know as the promo yeah, code. Imagine Amazon imagine sponsoring that. us Jeff or anybody Bezos. else. Anybody if want, else? If you, if you want to help save the world, yeah, save <laughs> save to us. <laughs> Save my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's got to buy this recording equipment. It's not cheap. Oh, man. It ain't cheap, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Life ain't cheap. But you know what I found out? Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Land is land is not that expensive. Hold up. Okay, no, you need to explain yourself to me right now. Oh. <laughs> land where? In Dublin? Where are you going to find land in Dublin? First? No, no, no. First no of you, all. Can, you can find land in Dublin. First of it's all. It's just very expensive. There's land. Look where? It, it, there, where, it where, where, lots where, of land. There's lots of land. Where, like, okay, right now, where can I go build my house? Not in Dublin 8. Not, like, in the bang of the city center, but outside of it. Man, go in between Blanchardstown and the and the city center. I'm not saying go to Blanchardstown. I'm saying go in between. There's nothing against people who live in Blanchardstown. Okay. Right? But, like, go there. There's lots of fields, open spaces, new, new construction. There's land, you know? But not in Dublin's expensive, man. That's, in fact, that's the most expensive thing about building houses. That, that is, but, like, I've been saying land going for, for 50 grand. Where? Like in Kildare. I got a question. Yeah. You got 50 grand? <laughs> <laughs> you got 50 grand just sitting there? Like, you're like, I don't want to do this, baby. I'll buy some land. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> okay, hold Like, 50 grand. Hold up. What? Before before one makes moves, they need to plan it oh, out. Oh, no. Okay, no. You you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You you're right. Know, you're right. You know, in my mind, my, for me, for Matthew. Yeah, for yeah, Matthew, yeah. The way you go, Matt, when you say not expensive, when you're talking about expensive things, I'm like, 10 to 15 grand. You know, I can save that in a year or two. Like that's mm-hmm. not that expensive. But like fifty grand. But like I'm, I'm assuming if I want to buy land, like I can get a mortgage on it. Okay, but you still have to have a deposit. Okay, uh, okay, okay, exactly. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, but 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 then there's also the building part the of building it. Building part which is very expensive. But like, um, can I just go back to something? Yeah, yeah. You look in land in Kildare. Yeah, it's the greatest county. It's the second greatest county in Ireland. What's the greatest county? Dublin. Amen. Amen. Dublin. Amen. Is, Dublin is the promised land. It like, is. Like the only reason. The only reason I go outside the M50 is to see my parents and... But not to see Candace, okay. To see Candace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> see my parents, see Candace, see my parents' dog, and uh, sometimes when I go, I want to go see mountains. 
So Canis is just above your dog. I didn't say that was like a relative list. Am I, am I lying? No, no, no. Candace is verified with my dog. He's a great dog, though. Okay, I'm just He's interpreting the facts you put out there. Okay, well, you're trying to, trying to twist my words. But, but, anyway. but, but back to this land thing. Yeah, go on, go on. Because like, <laughs> like, I'm looking at like, I want to build my own house. Still. I want to build my I pre- preach it, but I want to build it in Dublin. I don't want to live in Kildare. But, but I know, there's, I know. There's trade-offs. I know there's trade-offs, but at the same time, I don't want to live in Kildare. I don't live in Kildare. live in Dublin. But what do you need? No. What do I need? What do you really need? Like you know, you know what? I'm praying for my house. I'm mm-hmm. praying for my forever home. Mm-hmm. Kansas and I forever home. Mm-hmm. Five bedroom house. Five bedroom. Yeah. Okay. But if you're gonna dream, you gonna dream large. I know. No, that's right? good. Uh, five but, bedroom. But f- when you when you say five bedroom, that doesn't mean like just five bedrooms. That means something else. What? Like how many kids? Uh, it's three kids. A good, a good, a good ensuite for for me, Candice, and then like you know, a guest room. Ah, maybe four room. kids oh, okay. if things get wild but 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 three three is a good number three is a good number fits in the car he said right? what he said he said what <laughs> I he said, said. I, said, I, said, uh, I said i said between two to four Candace was like no two's too boring <laughs> okay <laughs> okay you need more than two kids all right uh, that's uh, why y'all about i mean that, she, yeah. she, she, she about she, that family car what, she has a yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like tesla model y here we come because uh, she's got one sister, so she said, like, you know, it's, I, I agree. Three, there's a lot more dynamics, also a lot more craziness. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, you know, she's like open plan, kitchen, dining room. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Want to have a reasonable garden, you know, because got to have dogs mm-hmm. and your kids can play outside. And you want to have garden parties, right? I want a rose garden. I just want roses all over the place, rose bushes. Man, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to look beautiful. Do you? Do you? I, do I, I you? Do do me. It's going to be dope. You're going to come over soon and be like, wow, what a nice garden. I can't about, believe he used to make fun of Matt for liking roses. Okay, whatever. But I'm all about the windows. I'm all about big screen. Okay, good. Yeah. But that's what but, I'm about. But you know, do you know what Like, I want? I, I want personally to be like the, 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 the my personal pride and joy at home. Mm-hmm. It's a study slash library. Like if you took this room that we're sitting in yeah. and your room mm-hmm. and like made it into one room yeah. and like had like say your side of the room just all complete like to the wall bookshelves and you had like a big work desk and maybe like two or three other smaller desks for the kids and like a couch. and like You want your kids in your study? Oh, yeah, no, no, it's a family group, but it'll be a quiet room. Oh, you come in here, okay. you come in to read or work. You don't have that space to, <laughs> so that, like, to focus. Not a word can be uttered. No, you That's can't, a- but it's like if you could talk, I'm going to tell you to be quiet. If you want to go talk, go talk in the dining room. Like, 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 like where's this is a civilized household? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what yeah, I mean? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And have that space because I think it's a, like something I value is books and reading. I, that's how I came up and and having space to think, right? I mm-hmm. need that space. I need space to think and have space mm-hmm. to be quiet and to focus. And it's something I value. And I want to give my kids the same opportunity to have that, right? Mm-hmm. I want to give them the opportunity to do that. So I think that's something I would love to have that space. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? When I think about it, I'm like, yeah, like it would be cheaper to do that outside Dublin. But then mm-hmm. like, but the thing is, you don't want to be too much outside of Dublin. No. So what I'm looking so like for me, the sweet spot is maybe even a Ratcool or a Newcastle okay, type okay, of area. Okay, you get okay, me? Right. You get yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. To be honest, it's still Dublin County. Yeah, still Dublin County. Okay. But like, to be honest, I don't really need much. You don't need much. Well, I don't. I don't like as long as, <laughs> as, long as, as, long as I'm, like, I'm able to do my shopping five minutes out away from my house. I'm happy with that. You get me? That's right. You don't want to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You don't be driving. You don't want to. Also, because you're going with kids at some point, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're going to be driving them like 30 minutes each way to get to like school or yeah. something like that, right? So, yeah. But like, I do want, I don't want to have some regular house. You get me? Okay. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to personalize that. You're going to be bougie. Not bougie. 
just wanted to be okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I think I think that's, a, that's I think that's a, that's so, a, so a that's wait, why, what you want in your house. Well, what I want, I want big windows because I, I need triple light. glaze to keep it warm. Bro, uh, mm. tell me about it. I want windows. I want open plan. I want it to be okay. spacious. You yeah. get me. Yeah. But I also kind of want like um, I think it might be um, it might be a bungalow. Okay. There's a, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing just, wrong it's with just it. Just a hot take. Okay, okay, nothing okay. Nothing wrong with having a bungalow. Do you have something against stairs? Well, what? Something against stairs? Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, I do have a fear of heights, but, but that doesn't come into effect here. Oh, do you like living on the ground floor now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to look at your window with your eyes closed. <laughs> I just like... Have, like I don't know. Maybe it's because of my dad. Because my dad's been looking at all these uh, bungalows, oh, okay, and okay, okay. he he prefers he honestly prefers like um he's looking at stuff to do in the Congo back. Oh, uh, okay, sure. And he's been looking at bungalows and yeah. how to make them look nice. And I just yeah. been like, that is they look hella dope. But then maybe have like I'll, there would be a stair like just for okay. a little mezzanine, a little type okay, of little sure, thing sure, up top sure. there. Yeah. But like I think having everything. You know, if you have land, I think mm-hmm. having a bungalow is if you have a good stretch of land, having yeah. a bungalow is pretty cool. Um, mm. Cause it is cool. I I think having extra an extra story gives you more room to work with in terms of yeah, yeah. creativity like if, with your house. Build up. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we, like, we used to live in a bungalow. And it was pretty dope. Oh, okay. And you can put like extra rooms up there. You can have like mm-hmm. all your normal living space downstairs yeah. and like other stuff upstairs. Yeah, like the, cool. the majority of it do would be. What, do you know what the draw for me is? Living mm-hmm. outside, living somewhere that's more spacious, mm-hmm. like having actual bit of land. I would I would do if if I could afford this, I would I would do this. Is put down some tarmac in the shape of a basketball court. Hmm. And put up two basketball hoops. Man, do you know how like how hmm. what's the word like not stress relieving like how oh what's the word I can't remember like how just not cathartic but like just going out and practicing your jump shot for an hour hear, just it just the ball bounce your worries disappear it just like takes the edge off in such a beautiful way when you're and you're holding your games when you come out the court mm. you're knocking down on the shot when you're finished you just leave the ball in the, gar- in the garage yeah 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 exactly Bruh. right uh, and then you know you have your kids over you have your boys over you have, you have your whoever you want over to play it's great bonding time oh that's just Exactly. Twenty one. Exactly. exactly. And it gives your kid, you know, if, if 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 one of my children or all my children decide they want to be ballers, I will, I will, I will, I will thank the Lord, and I will encourage them, and then they have a place to play, you know. Because here we don't have outdoor courts. We don't do it really. Why if your kids turn out to be guy players, JA players? Yeah. You know what, man? Excellence is that what we're good. about, so we'll encourage them to do that. You know what? What about water polo? They gonna have to find a swimming pool somewhere else. <laughs> I'm gonna have a swimming pool in my house. If I'm living in Ireland, that's the, that's, that's the only choice. I mean, hmm. yeah, they want to they, do They that. do what they do. They, they do, do what they, they do. do. You can't, can't put a limit on your kids. Yeah, no. Anyway. But yeah. That's a good point. So land ain't, land's expensive, but not as expensive as buying a house. Yeah. Because I just want, I just like my thing is, I just want to have good value. Mm. Whatever I put my money into or whatever yeah. I put my effort into, I want it to be good and valuable, yeah, that's you know. True. That's true. So I just can't, I just can't, it doesn't rest well with me to buy a house for in the city with just like three rooms tiny yeah no i agree with you i agree with you for like especially, half a million especially yeah, when you're settling yeah like yeah. if i get yeah yeah i agree yeah. i agree with that i agree yeah, with that yeah, 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 yeah but if i've got full customization mm-hmm. authority mm-hmm. to do what would you buy a, would you buy a house like this if you were allowed to customize it completely because this is quite this is an old it's probably over 100 years old this house i'd say would you buy a house like this no no it doesn't have a garage mm, okay but, that's not that's not the that's not the okay. the if it did have, if it did have a garage um there's just not enough space okay not in the house itself but just like around around, around. Yeah. Space. yeah okay yeah 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 
Done. I think I think I could compromise in this house if I could do what I wanted inside. Mm-hmm. And was, this is quite an awkward house. It's got yeah. like a weird bits sticking out here and there. But yeah, I, kinda, I do like the idea of living in the city all the time. Mm. It's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, but then when you, that when was you, a segue. It, it was a segue. But I think when you when you get older, you're you're you're. Your mind starts to shift. A yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. The things you once thought were foolish now mm. become a little bit more appealing. Fam. When I was a child, I thought like They're a not dockers. No, I haven't looked at dockers, but. What? Not, not, not dockers or. The shoes. Not, the, not shoes. the dupes, the shoes. But there are these kind of shoes with the tassels. Okay. <laughs> Fam. Okay. You can put you, some tassels on your if shoes? If you asked 18 year old me, I would never have looked at them. Show up to my wedding with tassels on your shoes and rip them off. Fam, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Okay, you want some tassels on your shoes? Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Are they going to be brown? No, I'd have to be black. I, I couldn't do them in brown. Okay, that, that's okay, just, okay. That's just way too far gone. Okay. For <laughs> now, for, for 26-year-old, you know, 36-year-old Ron, he may think differently. Next episode, could be talking about sweater vests. You never yeah, know. Yeah, 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 or Crocs. No, never. Okay. Never. But, yo, so that's been a huge segue. Yeah, if, you, if, anyone's, if anyone's selling some land for cheap, come talk to Ron. Please do. <laughs> Yo. All right, that's that. That's that. So thank you for being back here with us for episode three of episode What You Know. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to us on, on YouTube. YouTube and on wherever platform you do to listen to your podcast. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Music. Bro, if, if you're one of those who do Google, do the Google one too. Do the Google one. Yo, that's all we ask for you. Just subscribe and just keep up to date with us and we'll do right by you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Adios. Thank you.